0: Welcome to Talk Sport here on Community Radio Kilkenny City. No guessing what's the big story in town this evening as Cheltenham comes to a close. The big race, the Gold Cup, going the way of Melina Endo. First Scott will have all the details in just a few minutes' time. We'll also hear from two very happy campers from Cheltenham. John Dermody all the way down from Ballyhale. Well, what a week for Paul Hennessy. He spoke to Pat and Fran on Kilkenty Today Business yesterday. We'll hear from him as well. And we'll recap on all the week's big events from Cheltenham with Bear Scott and Kieran now. If you have a view to Express, 086353 7782 is our taxback.com text line. Right, let's get straight into it and recap on the day's results from Cheltenham, and Bear has all the winners. Evening, Bear. Good evening, Liam. It's,
1: I have the winners from Cheltenham. Liam, I have the first, second and thirds from Dundalk. Much more important. I'll <laughs> Anyway, the start of that. One twenty in Cheltenham this afternoon. First race was won by number four Calyxius, ridden of course Nodar. Then race in Blackmore, giving her six winners for the meeting. That was two to one. The county Hull went to number twenty, uh, sorry twenty six Belfast Banter at thirty three to one. The following race at two thirty. This was won by number seventeen uh, Vanellier at fourteen to one. Then of course the big race of the afternoon, the World Cup. Ireland had a one-two-three here. Manila in low, winning at nine to one. Second was number two, of plus tired, a hundred and thirty. And third, number one, the winner for the last two years, album four hundred, the nine to four favourite. The three forty was won by number eleven, Parlock Bay, at twelve to one. And the four fifteen was went to number one, Coolreeve, at nine to four. And finally, the last race of the festival this year, the four fifty. Went to number five, galloping the champ four to one, and actually this winner gave Willie, Willie Mullins the trainers uh, championship at the meeting. Uh, he pulled it out of the bag, as they say. Uh, they pulled a the rug from under uh, Henry de Bromhead's feet because Henry, having won the Champion her and the World Cup among his winners, didn't end up as the leading trainer at the meeting. But anyway, what's new, Willie Mullins? In Dundalky, I'll just give you the first two results there. First, uh, number f- the five o'clock went to number seven, four Sprite, 11 to 4, favourite. Second was number 13, It's only Joke, 40 to 1. And third was number eight, Bake, 13 to 2, 14 ran. The five thirty went to number one, approached the city, 16 to 1. Second was number eight, Shore, 2 to 1, favourite. And third here was number two, Connor Hogan at 3 to 1. I
0: haven't got the six o'clock team, but I'm sure you will have that before the Thanks very much, Bear. And um, we're also joined by Kieran Nair. Evening, <coughs> Kieran. Liam, Liam, Um, The goal. cut firstly your impressions. Um,
2: uh, I suppose I was there with Manella Indo. Um, like a flew tired ran a a cracking race in second, but if you look back at last year's uh, RSA, um, Manella Indo was unlucky that. Champ just came up between them and just got there in the end but you, you could see from then that uh, Manila Indo was a stayer and she did kick on that day as well once Champ came but um, I thought it was a brilliant bit of race reading again by Rachel Blackmore to either deny uh, Paul Townend and Alboon photo or the space to get through and really launched an attack and it just set it up perfectly then for Manila Indoor just to kick on and I think just Manila Indoor really just outstayed a Plutard in the end and a Plutard was a gallant runner up but look you just have to give huge credit to Jack Kennedy. He, he probably rode one of the best races of all time yesterday on Mount Dida and just to show that level of coolness again today and to get to win the biggest race in mile was superb.
0: Did you call Manila indoor bear?
2: Well, look, I I was looking at the race
1: like Ciarán. I was just wishing Ciarán we were over there. <laughs> I,
2: yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> but look, um, I thought last Friday, or last Saturday when we were talking about the race, I was just kind of hoping that Album Florida would do the three in a row. But uh, he just wasn't good enough today. He, the three of them actually went away from the rest of the field. And I was hoping that Rachel would make a, a double the champion hurl in the World Cup. But it wasn't to be. Manila Indo was definitely the stronger horse today. And as you said, Kieran, there, he showed last year that he had no fears of Cheltenham, And today was his day. He was absolutely brilliant. And Jack Kennedy was brilliant. Now, I have to say, I have to admit that a plus tard is still only a seven-year-old. And Manila Indo is an eight-year-old. And I'll be looking forward to the clash of the two of them next year. And who knows what Rachel might go one better next year.
0: Um, album photos seem to be on the lips of many tister, t- uh, tipsters, Ciarán. Are you surprised?
2: No, i not. <laughs> Apologies um, about that line. Al- album photos. For- like he's after being there twice and... And winning two gold cups, and like everyone else, had to really improve to get up to that level and beat them, and that's what the two horses in front should be today. But like you can't, you couldn't blame anyone for tipping him. He was going for history, and look, everything was was going right from again this year. Like he had the same preparation, um, just he he met two younger horses and two fresher horses, and they they went down and and uh, finished ahead of him. But look. I was just listening to the analysis afterwards, and um, Paul Townend just said the two two fences that he that won the race for him last year were the two ones that cost him this year. So Paul might feel a bit hard luck, but look, he can't have any complaints. I don't think um, he was just bet by a, a better horse today in Manila Indo and a blue tired as well. So, uh, but you couldn't blame anyone for for tipping them up.
0: No, and bear from a, a local point of view, Paul Hennessy, what a story!
1: How oh, brilliant! Absolutely brilliant. Look, I was writing down a few sort of uh, or, uh, <laughs> top spots of the week, you know. And uh, to me, I know all that there was brilliance with Rachel and Put the Kettle on, the Honeysuckle, Put the Kettle on, the whole of them. But Paul stood out for me because I know Paul is a top man in Greyhounds and one of the best probably in the country. But um with horses, he, you know, he's only tipping away at ours. I've been out there, I've been out with uh, heaven help Not this year, last year, before the the uh, virus hit it. But I know he loves that mare, and she done him proud the other day. I was absolutely rolling my head off. Not just because I had a couple of on her but I, the way she won. She went to the front in the Cardiff Cup, two miles five far long. I wonder if we coming to her on the turn for home. She kicked again, and she left
0: them all for dead. It was absolutely brilliant. Mm. And Kiran, I mean, for the Barrow Rangers club as well, it's 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 great from their point of view.
2: Oh ah, yeah, absolutely great. Um, like I, everything that Bear said, there be the same. I was just absolutely delighted to see Paul Hennessy with the winner. But look, it, it might have been a huge price, but it, like um, the horse had plenty of ability and showed that leopards down the last day, and as well had formerly seven behind Shiskin last year and the supreme novice and had won over um, the course as well uh, two year, October two years ago. But um, like you said, Liam, for the Barra Rangers club and everyone down in, in that area, like I know Richie Condon does a bit of hurling with Barra Rangers as well. So a uh, huge moment for him and hopefully to be able to have, have some great memories coming home from Cheltenham and to be able to celebrate it um, whatever way they can. Um, but look, absolutely brilliant,
0: and not her only local involvement either, Kieran. I know John Dermody was also had a was hugely interested in Cheltenham this week.
2: Yeah, they put the kettle on, sure. She's what a mayor she has been for, for the lads. Um, I think they bought it for fifteen thousand and um, didn't show like ran in some very competitive hurdles. But Jason was always going to be a ring game, and um, they sent her over to Cheltenham. She's unbeaten over there. Uh, I think she's ran four times now, won four times over there, and really the heart of a lifetime for the Darmdys. like You're talking about winning two great ones, like a narkel, and then to improve again this year to win a championship is stuff of dreams. And look, you just have to take your hats off to the lads. Um, they're a lovely, lovely bunch of lads. Um, I've met a few times over there, and no airs or graces about the boys. Just get on with their business and... Um, you'd be delighted for him and long may I
0: continue and that's the great thing Bear isn't it you know when we, uh, look, yeah, when so we look at when we look at racing though Bear, we we look at the jockey and we look at the trainer but there's a family behind nearly every horse oh
1: true there is that's for sure and look Put the Kettle on is a real family horse and talking about highlights of the week you know I mean Honey Honeysuckle was full of class and brilliance winning the champion horse Put the Kettle on showed everything that you need guts heart fighting spirit if you're looking for it put the kettle on has it in spades and I knew now Willie's um check on for was the where well, he wasn't money on but he was favored. I oh, sorry he was money on but he had won so easily in um, Leperstown that we thought he would go over and win the two mile champion for Willie he's never won that race but I knew when they landed over the last fence that, it, that put the kettle on was going to come back and put it up to him and I said, if he does, he'll win it. Mm. And sure, you know, she did. She her head, Actually, she's the first mayor to ever win the two-mile champion chase. And that's something, you know, that said that a mayor hasn't won it before. But she was absolutely terrific. And I, I, I was sorry for that. The, the, the Irish crowd weren't there to cheer. No, it would have been, you know, Willie was, was fighting it out with her too. But it would have been a great, great day for the, the whole of them.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um. Kieran, Rachel Blackmore. We spoke about it with Kieran Muldowney as well last week. And you know, bringing that positive publicity, she certainly did that.
2: Ah, yeah. Um. Bear is is a huge admirer of her as well, and like us all, she's just huge, huge talent. And like my father always says, the horses just run for her, and I think she hit the deck probably four times over the mm. week or over the week and she just got up and got on with it. But just the way she carries herself and um I thought just the way all the, the Irish carry themselves over there during the week, um they all spoke excellently and um, even the chaps leading in the horses or the girls leading in the horses just the excitement in you know? and then obviously you have the top jockey like Rachel at the end of the week with, with six winners is is unbelievable and um Sure, it, it look, I think it's only going to get better for Rachel, to be honest. I think it's going to be a hard decision for Shevely Park now to not let her raid all their horses after the success she's after having, and especially with the ones that have gone down to Henry saw. I think it's only going to get better and better for her and probably kick on now to the, the spring festivals in in Liverpool and Punchestown and Fairy House, and she has a lot to look forward to. Bear,
0: I didn't get the final score in the end, but Britain, I think, they only took four races as of yesterday. Um, What was it in the end, the final totals, if you have it, Bear, and uh, what did we learn about the state of British racing after the week? Okay, look, it, it's not in a
1: great place, but, you know, the Irish horses have been... Thriving over the last few years, and us lads going over to Cheltenham could see that they were slowly, the Irish horses were slowly getting ahead of them, if you like. Mm. Uh, You know, they've had a lot of fancy horses run at Cheltenham. They talked them all up well before the meeting, this one and that one, but they were were very disappointed. It was a not disappointing meeting for the English horses because some of their most fancy runners performed. Terribly at them, and I don't know where they're going to go from here. There'll certainly be a, a, a big, uh, well, let's say, thinking about the, the, or the British racing in general because it's not in a good place at
0: present. No, and I suppose the standard we set here on probably shows them up a bit more.
2: Well, most definitely, Liam. And I know Dan Skelton was saying in his comments there a few weeks ago that um, the Irish horses are getting freebies in Ireland, but I think the race saying they let the Dublin Racing Festival and the Christmas was way more competitive um, than it was in in Cheltenham for some of our horses and um, look it's it's worrying times for for British racing and like I think what what needs to be looked at in England is there's a lot of horses that avoid each other over there while in Ireland if you look at our Ball Cup like it, um, you had Manella and Kemboy. You throw the likes of a Percent in Percy, I know you won't see four photo, but you've had the blue tars. You know, they're all running against each other. It's like, it's like going out hurling challenge matches and going in and hurling a championship match. There's no comparison and I think the, the Irish horses are getting the, the real test here in, in Ireland and then they're able to go over then and improve again over in, in um, Cheltenham. And I think next year it's only going to get, get worse for them because like the money is in Ireland in, in the race now and horses that we mightn't have been able to buy before are staying in Ireland and, and trainers like you look at the likes of Gavin Cromwell, Paul Nolan, these lads are getting some, some nice horses as well that might normally have been sold to And So it long may continue. I know it's not great as a spectacle, but for as Bear Bear was going to Cheltenham for a long, long time and there was years where we're on the other end we might only have three or four winners so look it's it long may continue and congratulations to everyone it's just absolutely superb
0: Definitely Bear different vantage point for you this year um, if we take the local ang- angle out of it because surely that's our highlight from our part of the world taking that aside what stands out to you from the week Bear firstly? Well
1: my highlights to the week was certainly Honeysuckle Class Brilliant hmm. the Mayor and Rachel they were just the same, they were a real team but we were talking about last weekend and we just said that she's been doing this and we've been sort of ignoring her but when you do it now, she had one in Cheltenham last year but it wasn't the champion hurl. but when you do it on the biggest stage which is the festival here and the champion hurl is as big as it gets and she was absolutely a star the other day, she just had the race won from the turn home and they were just racing for a second after that also of course put the kettle on was a, a big big uh, winner for the Irish and again as I say showed all that's needed in shouting guts, heart, fighting spirit never said die and she was absolutely terrific, jockey included by the way but there's one man, or a young lad I have to mention, Kieran, hit on it there when he said that You know, that a lot of the Irish jockeys been interviewed afterwards well. Well, I thought some of them were after, they were all great, but some of them were terrific. But I thought this young lad, Jordan Gainford, I don't know whether you saw him being interviewed here on, but he was being interviewed after and he was laughing his head off. He was in the best of form. But this young man had to go out and ride a horse the shunter that there was a bonus of 100,000 for if he won. Now, I call that pressure. I know you're riding or to try and win trophies and all that. But when you're riding for money, and money that lads are waiting on, it's serious stuff. And Jordan Gainford gave an absolute... I thought an exhibition on Gainford. He had him up in the first two or three the whole way, kicked on when they were coming down the hill. And, you know, he was a winner the whole way. And if you want to say coolness under pressure, for me, that was an inspirational ride. I'd I'd nearly say the highlight of the week. It was the highlight for certain... Some people anyway, that's for sure. And of course, the World Cup today, another terrific, It was a terrific way. I always love watching the World Cup because it's the highlight of the meeting. And when you're there, the atmosphere there, when they're down at the start for the World Cup, they could nearly cut it with a knife. And again, today was no different. Like I said, I'm just sorry, we weren't there. The, an Irish one, two, three. And Ciarán mentioned there, there was years we got the rough end of the stick. I was there one year when we had one winner. Now it was a three day meeting at the time. We had one winner and we were more or less jeered out of the place. Uh so, the booth is on the other foot now.
0: Kieran, for you, what stands out?
2: Um I everything that Burger said there uh, mm. um Stoy your Thunder. A- no no I agree 100% mm. and just one other thing as well when you be talking about uh, Jordan Gafford I just thought that interview was superb afterwards and the smile on his face and he thanking all the lads that helped him up along and he just couldn't believe where he was after getting to and then to be like Bert said to get up a 20 year old with a 7 pound leg and raise a race like that he was like Jack Kennedy in the Gold Cup just absolutely superb but I thought the camaraderie between Danny Mullins and Jonathan Moore after Florent Porter uh, won and just to, to hear, like Jonathan Moore, to have the honesty, not to go out and ride in the grade one. He could have been greedy, but he had the owner, the trainer, and the horse itself best interest in it. And he thought he wouldn't do justice by getting up on the horse. He had a sore leg that hadn't improved since the fall on Sunday. And to be able to step aside and allow someone else to step in and take her place. And then be so, afterwards, to be so, um, like, congratulating and. Um, Danny and Danny congratulating him I just thought it was just real real camaraderie between the two ways and I thought it was a special moment and any recent fan that was watching it, they think they'd, they'd be very very proud of, of that moment
0: Okay lads we'll leave it there it's been a great week we'll be hearing from John Dermody
3: and uh, Paul Hennessy later to come on the
0: programme Ciarán Burr thanks a lot for joining us Have a nice thanks babe. Uh,
3: Liam, just see word coming in here that uh, the head lad at uh, Gordon Elliot's yard now I know it's been taken over, Simon McGonigal he was the guy who took the photograph and uh, he's been suspended for nine months
0: yeah, and and rightly so. I ah, mean, yeah. a lot of people were trying to locate who actually did take the well, picture. Well, so obviously
3: he's been identified yeah. now, so obviously he's uh, he's spent it for nine months, and it it means he has no involvement in racing yeah, for nine months. and just months a whatsoever. word on
0: it before we take a break. There's been a couple of murmurs um, in the ITV coverage actually uh, when Gordon Elliott horses featured that they didn't actually give Elliott the credit
3: maybe he deserved. Yeah. Well, what I know Pat. That? Well, I know when Pat is probably talking to Jim and uh, Bear tomorrow. I know one of the questions he'll be asking about how many actually of the horses that left Gordon Elliott's yard actually mm. won. Yeah. I know. Some did. I don't know the details, mm. and I suppose another interesting question to ask, and I, what in time tonight, was a lot of success with uh, mayors winning this week. So why did how did that happen? So I'm sure Bear and Jim will have plenty of answers for Pat tomorrow on that. Definitely, plenty more Cheltenham coverage
0: to come on this evening's program, and of course on Saturday, the sport from twelve noon tomorrow. Do stay with us, but before we do all any of that, we'll take a break. We are community radio, Kilkenny City, eighty-eight point seven FM. We'll be hearing from John Dermody in a couple of moments time in our Cheltenham special, but before that, well, there's one happy man going around County Kilkenny, or on his way back to County Kilkenny anyway, and that's Mr. Paul Hennessy. He joined Fran and Pat on Kilkenny Today business yesterday. Yeah, we have an exclusive Paul Hennessy. How are you, Paul? I'm great,
4: Pat, and yourself? How are you, Fran? How are you, hey, Paul, you really are exclusive, aren't you? You're some <laughs> bit of stuff. Yeah, well, look, it now it's nothing to do with me. I was trying to run up the hill to catch her. And if that's <laughs> <laughs> it has to be depending on me to run. We we'll still be looking for. It. No, she's something else. She's a great competitor, and look, at it. it was a great day for Kilkenny yesterday. Put the kettle on, one as well, and yeah. uh, she's owned by a Kilkenny syndicate as well. So it was wonderful. It was yeah. Great day for the black and amber.
5: Hey, come here, Paul. Isn't it a magnificent sport that ordinary people can actually win?
4: Well, it can, after watching her, because we bought the mother a horse for 3000 which wouldn't be massive money for a, 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 a filly at the time, and she ran a few races. No, she was placed once, she wasn't great, but we went and bred her then, and he wasn't very expensive at the time either, and look what she threw up, you know what I mean, or what she bred. So it can happen. I mean, she's had to prove that can happen, and the lads we put the kettle on her much the same. Jerry Porcel, the neighbour of mine here, bred horse so it's Jerry. Jerry, the you know, it's Jerry a, heard from Barry R- Barry Rangers. Heard badly, like he heard badly, wasn't it? That the Jerry. Jerry, I don't know. you know you're not standing beside him. I
5: stood behind the, beside him one time I did, no bother. But it was a yeah. long time ago. Fair <laughs> Paul, I, I just, for for you personally, like for to get a lad's head around what you are like, it's an incredible feat what you have to do, that you have a gift for both.
4: Uh, I don't know, Fran like I mean she look, at, look, at, look at the way it happened now that it, you know what I mean? Look, if they, it's like anything, it's like lads playing her and I often said to lads that if I was training for the winter and on a diet and then the whole lot when I was twenty one or twenty two with D J Carey could both native Chinese, every night, on a pair of <laughs> filled with water, and he still hammered. You know what I mean? He was still twice as good as you saw. And after that, it was down to the ability. Most of it is down to the ability to think the animal. But you um, uh,
6: Paul, you're you're the jockey Richie Condon said
4: you're a genius. Yes, yeah, <laughs> there you go, Pat. It was a moment of weakness on his part. Probably the excitement got
5: to him. just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're nuts, you know, you're deadly like the way you go on. <laughs> you know,
4: Come here, Paul. Um, is, is, no, it was a uh, great crack. It was a great crack, and it was wonderful. And honest to God, no, it was not wasted on me, I said. We've given an awful lot of years competing, and that. So th- there's a narrow line between winning and losing, but to go over with her, and for her to win at the festival, even if she would have made an in Shelton last year, and it was wonderful, you know. But for to go back and win at the festival is just incredible, it really is.
5: And where does it go from here for you?
4: Ah, Lucas, you, you don't try and top those things, you know. Yeah. That's like, you know, winning another and for a black train hurling. There's no point saying we win two in a row. That's yeah. funny, you know. You, you say, if you're blessed and you're lucky enough to win one, it's fantastic. And for her to have won, like, you know, we'd been delighted if you ran well. She was 33 or 40 to 1, like, at times, yeah. you know. What, so. what did
5: she win by in the end? She won
4: by 9 lengths.
5: Yeah. Like nobody no. was expecting anything like that and everyone is Not expecting Not really.
4: Now we decided to give it a go because it was over a longer trip in fairness and that brought out a lot of improvement in her I think. You know, we'd been running her over a distance of two miles or maybe two miles and two when she went the uh, to Paddy Mullins Memorial Earl and Ephestone. And I just said to Richie try the same tactical speed that you'd run her over two miles because I've an opinion that she that she's able to stay going like that at that speed for longer than two miles in, that's what he done and he done a great job. And like that was an almost a three mile race yesterday and she just kept that speed going and um, the rest of them couldn't get
5: to her, I think, what? so that's where her future probably is over longer trips. But for you, for Paul Hennessy, it's kind of a measure of you that should even have time to talk to us today, like that should have uh, a... here, no, you have a... Ah, here,
4: now we just stop? <laughs> well, like, you're like, that, out, like you're going to be flat out, like you're going to be busy. That you,
6: if I started talking like that, he'd give <laughs> <hit you laughs> me a slap. You reckon? Definitely, yeah. yeah. Pa- Paul, there seemed to be a fierce camaraderie amongst the Irish over there, you know, the way a standing ovation and going, going in.
5: English part is what you're trying to say. <laughs>
6: Uh, you know, but it's coming across on the television every time.
4: It is. Well, you see, I suppose it is that, like, I mean, you know, there's only a very small amount of people there. There's only about 50 rooms and everything else gone over, or maybe 100, I suppose, maximum, and that's the way the meat we we run. So it is very isolated, and we are all kept, we were all kept together in, in a bubble, as they call it. Right, um, okay. You'd have to get a COVID test before we went out. we got them and Gordon there. Did you ever get a COVID test, Pat? No. No. No, oh, Lord, you, you may go and get one. It's, three, <laughs> it's, it's a treat, <laughs> is it? A business treat, yes, it'll be clear to your eyes. That's what she said to me before she stuck the swab up, you know, and then it went, she wasn't cotton, yeah. and that's for sure. But anyway, look no, at to be serious about this Was We're going to get the COVID testing Gordon on the Friday to go out on the Sunday, yeah, pa- and they were tested in every day over there. And then we'd get a COVID test before we were allowed to come back, so nice. and now.
6: When I'm back, I have to go into isolation. <laughs> probably say I should be in isolation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. You're worse than the TV
6: reactor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. A Coal, a coal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're ready for the cannery. <laughs> oh, that's it. No,
4: yeah, yeah. One uh, leg on
6: the plane. Paul, what's the logistics? I often wonder about the logistics of bringing a horse over to Cheltenham and where you keep them and where they stable them and then yeah, well, coming see. back. What's the what's the timeline? I tell you now
4: what it was like. Say you leave here to make the ferry um, so you, it takes about an hour and a half to get to the ferry in Dublin you had to be there an hour or maybe an hour and a half before time now it was different now than before Brexit this Brexit thing brought in was more forms to be stamped going out stamped when you got there stamped before you left and stamped when you got back to morning into Dublin even the lads working in is like aren't sure of exactly what all the paperwork yeah. they have to do it's, it's just unbelievable now beforehand we just hopped on a you know into the say two box with us, and you'd book your ferry, and boom, off you went, brought the passport, and that was it. Um, but anyway, just the logistics of it that you go up to the ferry and you'd sail over. So you're talking, you know, if you, if you leave here at 12 o'clock, to make it four o'clock ferry, and then it's about three and a half hours over on the ferry, and it's four hours then, or maybe four and a half from Hollyhead down to Cheltenham. And there's a big stable yard there, temporary stables, or whatever, and just they had the cabins then as well. Um, temporary cabins for the guys going over easy. Like I stayed in the cabin, it was a grand two bed cabin if there was, if it, if it was a the fact that if there was someone with you, but there wasn't, there was on my own. And um, you know, and it was grand and handy. And as I said, the mayor, with the minute she landed, just take her off and walk her for maybe half an hour just to loosen her up after being on the boat and stuff and into her stable. And the minute she went into her stable, she got down and started rolling in the shape. And so that was a brilliant thing because she knew where she was at from last year. Incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it was that she was happy to be there. And she's like that. She switches on and switches off. At home here, you know what I mean? Be hunting her out in front of you. She'll be walking up like an old cow up to the paddock (laughs) and back down. (laughs) She don't bother at all. But when the game is on, she's a different animal then, you know. She just switches into game on mode and, 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 and you know she gets focused and that's all and I suppose that's part of why she's fairly handy like you know do,
5: do you live for the, obviously you do live for the whole thing do you
4: for yeah fun. well look at she was born and rare here and that adds a different dimension to it that she's always been here she's never been anywhere else and um, I suppose that makes it special then you know the kind of our extra special like you know
5: I've heard another and one coming
4: <laughs> we keep. I have. I have a sister of hers that's breeding, and we have a two-year-old over the herd. That you know, we probably start them off in another two years. But um, look, it was a bit of a pastime. Let's be honest with you, and you know, she just she took it to a different level than where we'd normally stand we normally be at. You know.
6: And uh, it was a. It's been a sort of a great week for mayors, hasn't it? Yeah, it has
1: hasn't it? Yeah,
4: it's a yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you know, honeysuckle there. So she was brilliant in the champion. Oh herd. yeah. You know, no, well, it has been like, and there's a couple of good mayors when it just goes to show. And they did it, see, the horse race people did a great job on um, promoting mayors' races. Right. And they put on a lot of mayors' races in the racing program. So if you have a nice mayor now, there's loads of races, as many mayors' races for you now as, as there are mayors for, say, races that are open to geldings and mayors. So yeah. they did a great job promoting the mayors, and uh, do you know what I mean? So now, you know, and then lads like like a mayor, you know, and you can always, if you get lucky winning you know, a race or that or that, you can go and try your yeah. hand up reading if you want, you
6: yeah. know. Yeah, and there have been some great stories like, you know, the the put the kettle on and the shunter yeah. today and win that extra yeah. 100,000. Yeah, oh. Well,
4: isn't yeah. that unbelievable? Unbelievable. Mm. And Danny Mullins wrote his first winner today. Yeah, that's right. And you know, yeah. it's fantastic. Like,
5: and Emmett trains the shunter, so their first puzzle. as an ordinary sport, talk about mm-hmm. sport in general and you look at horse racing we are at the top of the world all the time
4: oh incredible the standard like look at the score in England I think I had about all six races today to be honest yeah and that'll just tell you the standard like and there's good horses in the UK but like I mean now it has been an incredible week I mean at one stage I heard one of the commentators saying that um, England had four winners and Rachel Blackmore written five. five. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, well, why just is it, ball, Why is it like. like I don't know. There's, uh, I suppose the prize money is better here now. And, that's, and I mean, a lot of the horses over here, there's wonderful trainers here like Willie Mullins and Gordon Elias and Henry de Bromhead and all them men. Yeah. They're top of their sport. Noel Meade, Jesse Harrington. You know, you can go on and go on and name them there the whole time, man. They're fantastic trainers and the standard is very high, I suppose. The prize money is quite good and the competition is fierce. And a lot of English owners have their horses been trained over here. Yeah. You know, yeah, so, yeah. Um, and I suppose th- th- all the horses are not making their way across the sea like it used to before. you know what I mean? Like, nice. you know, a lot of them are staying to race here and it just shows at the moment, anyway. It makes a difference. In England, they're, 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 you know, they're, I don't know, offer to have up now they must have won 14 against 4 winners you know what I mean it's it's Incredible. Yeah? well you've done
6: some job for a lad that only works 9 to 5 5 <laughs> days a week yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> you, you
5: hardly believe that no Pat <laughs> <laughs> most of his job is done in the night time it's yeah, yeah, really Paul it? nah, well, you want to be listened to him. You, you'd be giving it. up on him. For for yeah, ordinary yeah. people that aren't huge into racing it's just an incredible thing to look at you yesterday on the television and the other young lad just brilliant. You know? So I'm delighted ah, for he, him as well. Great man. for Richie and he was working on
4: his career. You know that's what it's all about. Young lad getting yeah. a leg in the ladder. And I was delighted on, you for
5: know? everybody. Yeah. yeah.
4: You know, so i done great.
5: Thank God. OK. Well, look at Paul is very good. Look at thanks so much for taking the phone call and well I wish you well there. but I hope, well well. Well. I hope it goes really well for you.
4: Yeah,
5: that already is, Fangalore. we the well went into country now as well. Cloud 9 all year round. No, that's it now. <laughs> Wish yeah. you well. Remind yourself out there,
3: Thanks, Paul. Bye, Paul.
5: Bye-bye. 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 CRKC text line on 086-353-7782 is
0: sponsored by TaxBack.com. What a character there, Paul Hennessy in conversation with Frank Grinsell and Pat Tracy yesterday. Now it's a delight to welcome to the programme John Dermody and John is part of a very famous family behind the horse Put the Kettle On. Evening John.
7: Good evening, how
0: are you? I'd say you're a very happy man.
7: The we're over the moon, can't believe it, yeah, over the moon.
0: Tell me this, do you really not believe it now or did you feel it Did you feel it coming?
7: Uh, <laughs> you know, I suppose we can't believe it's after half, and we we always kind of thought um we thought of, uh, the the way just how how, how well she got on round the track that there was always an outside chance, and I suppose Henry Henry um and Henry never turned uh, never said she didn't have a chance anyway. He was always hoping enough that she'd be there thereabouts, you know. But when you're up against the likes of uh, horses like Willie Mullins and the that he brings, uh, uh, and then all the English horses as well. You know, you're, you can never be confident. You can only, you can only hope. You know, mm. and uh, as I suppose look when you're starting off, it's, it's a, it's a real one in a million shot. Even to have a runner over at the Cheltenham Festival, never mind a winner, and then never mind to have a Grade One winner of one of the feature races of, uh, of the whole thing is um, sure beyond your, your wildest dreams, really. You know.
0: Yeah. And what's the morning like? Are you able to digest the breakfast and carry on as normal, or is it just constantly in the back of your mind?
7: Oh
0: yeah, no, it, 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 it we'll be thinking about it more uh, than <laughs> noon and night for a good way to go. Yeah, definitely. Um, John, from a purely, you know, from a, a non, from a person who's not from a horse racing background, uh, from the very start, put the kettle on, where did the name come from?
7: The, the name comes from, and um, uh, well, ma- ma- ma'am here, uh, she- she's very fond of tea, and, and mm. uh, I'd, I'd say, has records for drinking tea per day, but <laughs> uh, any time she'd be, say, was doing the shopping, and uh, um, when dad, dad, my father passed away about two years ago, and um, uh, it, it, he'd be ringing ma'am, you know, ma'am would ring him that she was on the way home, and dad used to say, one you put the kettle on, ma'am is coming. So that's um, it was kind of when we were naming her it was shortly after he died, and um, I suppose it was kind of a a, a memento, to, a memory of, of of that we had of him at the time. So that was that was kind of where it came from, yeah. So um, a saying that we that we often heard as we were growing up.
0: Mm, and the Dermody connection with horses, how did that all start?
7: Um, I suppose um, my uncle, maybe here, he, he lived at home here with my father and and man here, so he was always into horses, um, and as, as long as I can remember, anyway, from when, when I was a child. Mm. So and then I got in, I used to go down to his farm or whatever, and then I got into ponies and as a child, and then we we always had ponies then, um, from the very start, you know, and um, um, from then and then into Connemara. I suppose, and then um, uh, uh, as another uncle, Father Tom, who was a, a, a chaplain in a prison in America, he retired and moved back to Ireland, and um, uh, he suggested we buy a horse together. So we were all left our starting jobs at the time, so I said we had a lot of money, but lined lines around. We caught, we covered enough together to buy a horse anyway, and she won a few races. The dream still alive with her name. And uh, we sold her um, as a broodmare then, and um, out of that money then we bought put the kettle on, yes, up in, in Goth, I think three years ago this June, so, hmm. or four years ago this June, sorry, four years ago this June.
0: And put the kettle on, how does that process work as, you know, you win more and more races and you go up the ladder and you get other people involved, how does that all that whole process work and do you get it, the, the whole system ticking, if you like?
7: yeah i suppose look you start off when we when we bought her henry we were up to sales there was i mean we saw this man tom Keith, feeling here was involved as well and uh, my brother and um we're up at sales with henry and heather de Bromhead. so um we, we just sold the, the other horse and i suppose there she was bred and born off and butler's Grove stood and jerry person there so it, it, it's a really kenny story but um day read her later up at the sales. Henry and Heather picked her out, we bought her, and then we we brought her back here for um, a couple of months. And oh, then okay. she went out to, um, out to Paul Power beside Henry there in Watford, and he broke her and done some pre-training on her, and then Andrew Henry. And I suppose Henry, like, he, he's a fantastic trainer, you know, he, he takes his time with him and doesn't know her face. And so she started off, I suppose, the, the Henry saying, you, you climb the ladder in the and you you earn your shot at the big prizes. So she started off mm. uh, in, in in low enough company, and then worked her way up as she was winning, you know. And then I suppose as 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 they're winning, that they, they become the 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 mountain's She had groomed so by the, by the time, uh, an awful lot of people know about her now. So uh, yeah. and they're following her. But um, yeah, so as the, she look, she's, a, she's a, she she has that um, winning mentality. She loves to win. Uh, she's a fight, like she, she, she like a, a fella, that the best way of describing her is when you're leading her in or anything, you won't be looking at your phone, you know, so <laughs> you, you have your hands, but she, she brings that fight mentality to the track as well, and she doesn't like to be beaten, and she'll fight, she'll give everything, so I think when you're looking at the Cheltenham Hill, and there's everyone, everyone else, is, and when they're all empty, and the pitch, pressure gauge is getting low, you need to have a bit of will there to win, and she has that luckily for us, you know, so.
0: And mm-hmm. and I'd imagine communication between Henry de Bromhead yourselves and you know the other members of staff is staff is constant. I mean, horse talking horses is nearly your your life.
7: Yeah, yeah, I know. it looks great. And look, even just I know it's often the that the lockdown not to be able to go over, mm-hmm. but it's another way to have the distraction of of of, of our running and racing and it being great, you know. And even like if you met someone on the road now or whatever. Like it, straight away the conversation to go to to the horse, you know, and there's no hurling or whatever on. So, um it, it's uh no, it's been fantastic really and a great attraction to, to the to the lockdown and um just I suppose something for the whole parish really to, to we're, we're tuning in and following her and um, you know, and the build up everyone was talking about her and then I, I presume everyone will be talking about her for a couple of weeks now anymore 'cause that's mm-hmm. not all that else happening, you know. So um, yeah, no, look, it's been, it's been fantastic. And like Henry, yeah, as you say, um, be checking in there, especially in the lead up to the, to the, to the big races, you know, about the, the entries and um, declaration stages and so on. And you'll be looking at what else is going to be in the race. And because we had the option of the Mayor's Chase this year as well. Um, so we were kind of um, wondering which one we go for, but it was just that, that she was so good last year over the course and distance of the championship that that's the route we went and we're lucky we did.
0: Mm. And John, nothing beats being there, but what was it like watching from a television? How different was it?
7: Yeah, look, nothing beats being there. We we're, were over there last year for the Arcola, and it was fantastic. We looked mm. to be honest that this year it was um, like my man and my sister were up. And um, you know, there was the family and that and um look it was great as well. It, like it was no less exciting to be honest. <laughs> you know, we, we had a, we, we were you, you still feel the very very exciting. Um yeah, look, it was great. It was great. Um again, look, like you said, not be being there but um it was a close second anyway, I tell you that, yeah. yeah. So um yeah, yeah.
0: And if this is all the dream, you also have to live a somewhat normal life as well, teaching and and uh, being involved as a hurling selector. How do you weigh all that up? Yeah, I
7: don't know. Um, yeah, yes. Yeah, so look, as yeah, yeah, I suppose you yeah, you have to make sure that you're doing your job, that you're you're making your salary from first anyway. That's number one. So you have to make sure to teach. I'm very lucky in the school. I mean, out in uh, 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 Jenkins down there, the staff are great and Parents, the parents and the whole school community very good. Mm-hmm. Um, they all work together so it makes my, my, my job as principal there, uh, um, uh, you know, it, it, I won't say easy but it, it, it's very doable anyway and, um, and, um, and you know the support is great and I, I suppose everyone's pulling in the one direction out there so uh, and then I suppose with the hurling, I suppose at the moment the, we're not doing a whole hurling, it's kind of all individual work that they're doing and um, so there's not much, um, there's no sessions mm. uh, as such at the moment, and uh, uh, maybe that can change in the next couple of weeks. All right and then go on. Yeah, and and then just the, the horses then I suppose, you know, it's it's just that we have a few hours at home, which is, and to be honest, mm. it, it, it's a great, um, the alternative, the the contrast between being in the classroom and then being out in the fields is great. You know, in mm. the open air, whether it's being and hurling training or out in the farm here, after coming from the classroom, it's uh, you know it, 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 it's great for it's great for the mind anyway you know so and mm. um, it, it balances balances uh, that way.
0: And I'd say the kids are absolutely thrilled. Uh, are, have have any of them requested to see the horse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yet. no,
7: they, they were thrilled. Yeah, no, they they were delighted. Yeah, so they're they all delighted. Yeah, and parents and even delighted. Yeah, so look at everyone. Everyone is, has been has been um, congratulations. Yeah, really sure. Yeah, well, look, sure, look, it's so like it's, a, it's a one in a it's
0: it's been a great week and congratulations all round. Um, just on a, a broader point, John, before I let you go, Cheltenham as a whole, a, a great week and some great news locally as well with local involvement.
7: Oh yeah, so look, the Klikhenian the involvement has been uh, unbelievably you, you know, the millennials, the, even the horses bred there, I think, before our Paul Hennington's horse and our mare uh, within 30 minutes of each other, and the two, and I think, are bred within a mile of each other there in Gore. Like, that's uh, that's uh, amazing, really. you know, to think uh, on an international stage like that, you'd have two, two locally bred horses and locally trained horses then as well and Henry just got to kind of. The watch the border you know so look yeah. uh, and then I uh, suppose Rachel your story fantastic uh, as well you know and I suppose it's been a compared to last year when all the talk was being about COVID at the festival it's been a really positive news story this year
0: okay John well it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you once again congratulations on a, on a great day and uh, look hopefully we'll be talking to you again in the not too distant future but all the best and I know it was a proud day for, for your family so enjoy the celebrations I'm sure they'll go into the weekend <laughs> well,
7: well, thanks very much thanks very
0: much John Dermody there uh, behind put the kettle on and what a week of course we can't forget Richie, Rich, uh, Richie Condon he the f- Barrow Rangers uh, hurler he was on board the Paul Hennessy horse heaven help us so great week from a local point of view it may be over in the UK but Kilkenny and the black and amber certainly went over right we'll have the greyhounds later than usual after the break we are Community Radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM Later than usual, we go to the Greyhounds with Nicky.
3: Yes, Brian, we'll go to this very quickly, Liam, just to get in a bit more before the programme is over. The first race at half seven, the Welcome to Kenny track, an 0 2525. I'm going for number two there in that race. Theft, Michael Dunfield from Waterford, and Murty Lahy trained the Greyhound to get in ahead of number six, George Roach's Ketchup King. Uh, trained by PJ Peacock. Uh, the second race is the Share the Dream Coursing Bread. It's a No N1 300 semi final, a shorter race than the rest. I'm going for number three, Stream Music. It's a Spice Lady Syndicate, they say here, Liam. And uh, to come in ahead of uh, Morris Mick and, uh, t- and two Tomas' syndicate out there in Fre- Three Castles. Bingo Mick. Race number three is the second uh, semi final of uh, that particular stake. I'm going for number three, Bachelor's Walk. Dennis Lennon and Andrew Hickey uh, owned and trained uh, to get the better of number two, Step Aside Catty. That's an uh, Anthony Hussey all the way from Cork. So you probably don't come up to Cork just for the good of it. So there must be something behind that dog. Race number four, Trials of Kenny Tracks. An A7 525. I'm going for number one there. Uh, Terry Coveney's all the way from Essex in England. Ninja Kerry, trained by Margaret Fortune to get the better of number three. Abu Ab- Ab- lamb. Abulam David Walls, Carlo, number 3 to come second there. Race number 5 the Irish retired Greyhound Thrust A6525. Going for number 1 there, Jager Tom Bomb, that's Jerry Mulrooney's Carlow to get the better of. Number 2, Fardown Raymond and McNamara's from uh, Bolton, in County, Wicklow. Uh, race number 6 is the Frightful Flash Kennels an A5 Novice uh, 725 semi-final. I'm going for Liam Peacocks number 5, Bogger Megan uh, to get the better of. Number 4, Haino hey Brothers a Tommy Flynn on and train dog race number seven it's the Ballymac Anton at Stud McCalmon Cup semi-final and a uh, big night uh, for that I'm going for in the first race the first of the semi-finals I'm going for number four Ballybock Daly, the Pat Carroll and Lahy trained to come in and get the better of uh, number two Douala Prince uh, Yvonne McLaughlin and Hilary McLaughlin trained by Thomas O'Donovan and in the second um, in, this, in the in the yeah, at race number 8 it's not the second semi-final it's the Greyhound Met Great Pets in 2 5.2.5 I'm going for number 5 a couple of tight ones in this but I'm going for number 5 Rory and Michael Hickey's out there in Ballycondra and Ballyragget. having to get the to get a better of uh, number 3 Liam Hick, Peacock's Bogger, Bogger Gizmo but not a lot in that particular race Race number 9 it's the semi second semi-final of the Macalmont Cup I'm going for Tom Lennon he's had a five wins in a row they're going great guns number six Lemon Johan and he's won all he's won the last three races from Trap 6 so I'm hoping he'll keep it up tonight number six to get the better of number three Jim Langton trained by Murphy Lahey's Dark Devil in race number nine Uh, race number ten it's it's the semi-final of the Patsy Sabat Stud Stakes and I'm going for number four Droopy's Diploma. It's the uh, an upper. It's a kind of syndicate out there for my own place in he trained by Morty Lahy to get the better of uh, number three Ascot Adam Billy Murphy owned and trained. And finally, race number nine or race number eleven. Apologies at a twenty-five past nine, second semi-final of that stake. I'm going for number six John Mackie's File Julie came second the last day, but I had him tipped for second. I'm going to tip him for winning tonight to get the better of number two another lean peacock dog Bogger Benji number. Two, too, and that's it Liam from the Freshford Road
0: OK thank you very much Nikki. just briefly the Champions League draw was ma- made earlier on Manchester City will face Dortmund Porto will take on Chelsea it's Byron against PSG and Real Madrid will take on Liverpool meanwhile in the Europa League draw the game of significance in our part of the world sees Manchester United take on Granada right we're just coming up to the final moments of the programme uh, don't forget on the way at 7 o'clock we have Communities in Action with Paul Rofey do tune in for that but uh, it's been a great programme a brilliant week at Cheltenham thanks very much to all our guests Bear Scott and Kira Onari who uh, recalled all the week's events John Dermody from Ballyhale Direction and Behind the Horse Put the Kettle On and we also heard from Paul Hennessy who was in conversation with Frank Grinsell and Pat Tracy on Kilkenny Today Business Yesterday we we'll do it all again with more reaction from Cheltenham and the build up to the rest of the weekend's racing and loads more besides with Pat, Jim Cashin and Bear Scott from noon tomorrow do tune in for that but until then from all of us here bye bye take care We are Community Radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM